Well, hello, hello. Happy day, whatever day of the week that you find yourself listening to this. I hope it's, um, I hope it's been the day that you need it to be. Whether you decide that's a good day, challenging day, a hard day, a fun day, a lazy day, sad day, whatever that may be. I hope that, um, my voice finds you right where you need to be. Um, so glad you could be here, glad you're with me in this moment, and glad I get to be with you. Um, yeah, we may or may not know each other, um, but yet we're in this space together, sharing it, um, listening, feeling, thinking, sharing, observing. So, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's special, it's unique, it's different, but it's real. So I don't know where you've been, or what you come from, or maybe even who you are. But I hope you know that you matter, that who you are, top to bottom, start to finish, is enough. It's beautiful, it's captivating. You're beautiful, you're captivating. So just know that, hold on to that. If you haven't heard this today, well, let me be the first to say it. You are beautiful. From the outside to the depths within, you are beautiful. And I can also say that you are handsome. Whether handsome feels more right to you or beautiful feels more right to you, the, the weight to what they mean is, is the same, is that it begins from within, you know, the, the value of those words, but, you know, they also speak to the, to the outside of you as well, but more so now that it's the depths within you that are far more vast and captivating and beautiful, and that is where I hope those compliments, those truths really, really hit, really touch, is the depths within you. But anyway, um, if it's your first time joining in, <coughs> excuse me, if it's your first time joining in, welcome to the Just Be Podcast. It's where we take a moment to take a breath, to sit, to be still, and simply just be. I am on the road, again, seems to be where I find myself often, um, which is not a bad thing, but I just um, was visiting some family, and it was a lovely little weekend out in um, lovely San Diego, and yeah, it was it was nice. It was a good time. Um, so I'm on my way back to, to Los Angeles, so it's uh, got a couple hours, um, but traffic is like non-existent, which if you are familiar with Los Angeles traffic, or just traffic in general in California, much more so Southern California, you know that it can be a beast, um, but my uh, maps tell me that it's going to be pretty smooth sailing, so let's uh, let's hope that it remains that way. Anyway, so it's been an interesting couple, couple weeks, couple days, couple minutes, couple hours, you know, the usual, and um, something happened to me in a good way, so, and multiple things, I guess you could say, 
Um, and I shared a, a little bit about this on the last the last episode where you probably could hear that I was crying. Uh, well, you know, I was so I was sharing. And funny enough, that episode really wasn't designed to be that. I was simply just, I had journaled and was getting some thoughts and feelings out on paper. And then I said, you know what, I need to talk it out. And I was like, well, let me just record myself talking and maybe like listen back to it. So, you know, it could feel like a conversation that I was having. And maybe that way I can extrapolate my thoughts and my feelings better. And then somewhere in the middle of all that, it rerouted itself to being something that I sent to my editor slash, like, best friend, and her response was, yeah, so this is going to go up, and we're going to share this. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, here we go. So, that is what happened. Um, and and I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm so, so, so glad that, that that happened, and that I trusted the process of just the universe, of, of God, of nature, and yeah, I'm so glad I did. Um, it's been cool to hear some of your feedback on, on, on what, what it taught you, what it showed you, what it brought to service for you. And I don't know, I feel very humbled and honored that my life, though, sometimes it feels very singular and very individual because it, you know, it's mine and I'm, I'm me and you're you. Um, it's humbling to know that it can, my life means more than just something I experience. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it was special. But there's been a lot of things that have been on my mind and on my heart, and I am, um, I guess, uh, <clears throat> we'll start here. Um, I was, I was recently watching a TV show, and it, uh, and I think I mentioned this already in the last one, and maybe I didn't, but anyway, it, it, there was this moment in this show where the character says to her father, when are you going to choose me? Because I've always chosen you. And that line, oh my gosh, was so powerful and hit me in the gut in a way that I wasn't expecting. But it, it's been something that's just sat with me over and over again. And, and I think what it is, right, because we all have these wounds in our lives and often... As an adult, you're realizing, well, there's a lot of things that happened in the major developmental time of my life, which is the year zero to seven, um, you know, that really shaped the decisions I've made and, and, and much more have shaped my life as an adult. And I feel like part of our adulthood is going back through that and, and doing some recalibration, some redesign, some reconstruction, um, some demolition even. And... I was just reflecting on that phrase. Like, when are you going to choose me? And in some conversations that I've had with some friends over the past week, it, it, it was a big part of what I had to sit with is, B, when are you going to choose you? You keep doing this thing where you choose everyone else because you can see their sacrifice, you can see what they've done for you or for other people, and you justify why. Why you do the things that you do for them, and, 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 why, and why you should choose them and support them. But then yet I somehow, in the midst of that, lose sight of why I should choose me. And it has, you know, essentially become the sum of my life in a lot of ways. 
and I had to kind of dig deep and figure out where that's coming from, why that's happening, you know, what, what did I do with that, and you come to realize some, you know, like most of, okay, let me, let me backtrack, so I, I, I used to work in education, work with, especially with elementary school uh, kids, and I have total of 16, 17 now, nieces and nephews. I've been around children my whole life and worked with them and come to see that a lot of, especially in the early developmental stages, much of what a child does is, is mimicked. They mimic behavior they see, they observe, they mimic, and they, you know, that's kind of a lot of what they do. Um, you know, we'll often say things, oh my gosh, I can't believe that little, that little kid did that thing. It's like, yeah, because they saw their adult parents do that thing. Or where did my child learn to be so sassy or whatever, right? Like it's a learned, you know, it's a mimicked or it's a modeled behavior. And I used to also work in special needs and a lot of what, what was done too in order to, to help with some behavior modification stuff. And was what, it was modeling. How do we model, you know, the... The more appropriate and more safe behavior for a student, so they could go ahead and, and mimic that, um, so that they would make you know safer and healthier choices in response to themselves and also to the other students within the class. So, so a lot of you know when if you look at kids, a lot of their behavior is mimicked and it's copied, right? And so, for for me specifically, uh, there's. In my life, in my journey, there's been, like all of us in different ways, a lot of trauma that I experienced. Um, whether it was directly to me, whether I was around it, whether I saw it, it, it was there. And it was very prevalent all before I was in third grade. And it was a lot. And it, it's, it, it shapes you, whether or not you realize that it shapes you. And, you know, I... And, and I say this, and, and I'm going to pin that idea, and I want to say something else, and we'll, we'll come back to it. But I, I, a friend of mine and I were talking, and I was kind of saying, like, wow, it's crazy how much I've slept on myself. You know, like, I've, I've overlooked and, and, and I, I've not paid attention to some of my, my value and, and not really fight for the things that I, I deserve or the things that I want or the career passions and pursuits that, that I dream of, and I kind of overlook them. And... And my friend was like, you, you're kind of being hard on yourself about this, that you, that you didn't see, that you didn't know, essentially that you didn't fight for you or haven't fought for you in the ways that you think you should have. <clears throat> Excuse me. But she goes, but where would you have learned that? Like, who would have demonstrated that behavior for you? Who fought for you? And I remember I sat there, just looked at her in the eyes and froze. And I didn't have an answer. And it's interesting, right? I was beating myself up about a, a skill or a habit or a quality that I wasn't exhibiting, that I wasn't doing but failed to realize the reason I'm not doing it was because I wasn't taught and I didn't know how to. And this isn't condemnation on my parents by any means. You know, I, as an adult, I see that my parents did the best they could with what they had. Were they flawed? Yes, I believe all parents to some degree 
are flawed. Why? Because we're humans, and we all have flaws, and we're not going to be perfect. And I think something that parents don't realize is they often parent their children out of fear. And what they also don't realize is their child is nothing like who they are, but yet they aim to parent their child in the ways they wish that they would have been or wouldn't have been parented. And they kind of, excuse my French, fuck things up because you're trying to make up for something that wasn't done or that was done to you. In your own children, who aren't you? They have their own story, their own journey. And yet you're, you're kind of projecting your own needs and your own places of, of lack on them. And then, you know, so it's, it, it, it's not intentional. It's just how we are as human beings, right? You've, I'm sure you've heard friends say, oh, I'm going to do it for my kids what my parents didn't do for me. Which, to a, to a degree, isn't a bad thing. But is it about your children or is it about you when you do that? Um, and I think... And a lot of my friends are parents, you know, and have kids, and, and we've had these dialogues, and they're like, yeah, like, you're so right, you know, and, and, it's, and it's interesting because it's, and it's funny because I'm not a parent, I don't have children, but I think it's because I get to observe and I get to watch and I get to, to see my friends and my family raise their children and also be a part of that to some degree as as an uncle, as a brother, as a friend, and... I can see how, you know, we love people out of fear and, and it's our own fears. It's our own insecurities. It has nothing to do with them. Oftentimes it's us. And then we wonder why it doesn't work. Well, it's because we're trying to apply a formula that wasn't made for that person. It's the ones that need it are us, but yet we forget to love us. And so... Anyway, coming back to that thing we pinned earlier, I, you know, I wasn't modeled that behavior of being, of how to fight for you, how to choose you first. I didn't know what that looked like. I knew how to be overlooked. I knew, I knew that one really well. I knew what it was like to have your feelings and thoughts invalidated and, and to always feel like you had to earn love, like those things were very normal, were very, very common in my, in my household. And so what did I do? I, I took what I was modeled and what I was taught and I continued to raise myself that way. To put my needs not even second, last, or not even on the list to begin with and and just overlook myself and then and, and just get so good at justifying everything. Well, this happened because this, this, and this, or that person hurt me because, well, they went through some really hard stuff, and because they went through some hard stuff, they weren't able to, to work through it, and so their behavior is, is a result of their wounds, and so I'm just at the, you know, at the mercy of their own, right? Like, I could sit there all day and justify and logically explain everything as to why someone else was being hurtful. And, I, and that's not necessarily the issue, it's the fact that I there then reinforced this lie that my needs aren't valid. That me being loved well wasn't important because this other person's hurt is bigger 
and, 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 and I'm aware of it. So because I'm aware, I need to take care of, right? Or I need to understand and take the high road. But by doing that, I leave myself in the dust, wounded, uncared for. And then I wonder why I don't move forward in certain areas of my life and I don't progress in certain ways, right? Because I keep forgetting me, keep leaving me behind. And, and it's wild because you don't see it. You're, you're so blind to the that fact that you keep leaving yourself in the dust because you keep focusing on other people's needs and, and, and their pain. It's, you know, to a very, very big degree, very codependent, right? And and so, you know, there's there's a big layer of that, that that we don't see and we don't realize in our lives. And, you know, and I know for me that was a piece I didn't quite, quite grasp, <laughs> Um, I think I was aware, but it didn't, I didn't quite hit me until this past week. And then what really stirred that up, I would say, or realizing the fact that I kind of, what's the word, ignore or overlook my value, my capabilities. I do that a lot. I'm aware of them, but I don't do anything with them. And, you know, for me, what really brought that to light, and I guess it's a little even, I don't want to say embarrassing to share, but I'll share it. Um, so recently I was, I was out and about, um, decided to, to get out in the world a little bit since, you know, things were a bit more open. So I went to a bar and with some a couple friends, and I, you know, several different people, came up to me and we're just like, oh, you, oh my gosh, you're so cute, or oh, you're so hot, and and after a while, it kind of was like, and? Like, what, is I, what does that mean? What am I supposed to do with that? Like, you're acknowledging this exterior facet of me with no follow-up. It's like, okay, thanks. Thanks for the, the news update, you know, for the, for the notification. Like, and I don't mean this arrogantly. It's just like, does it, do you want to have a conversation? Do you want to talk? Or, what, you know, like, what do we do now? Like, you know, it just kind of was weird. And and it kind of bugged me. I didn't really know why at the time. I was kind of like, well, this is kind of irritating. Like, do you want to have a conversation? you want to talk? you want to be a, a person? And then, um, you know, and then, then another kind of situation arised a couple of days after with someone that, that I know, and there's there's clearly this, what's the word, interest in one another. I've made it very clear. They make it kind of clear, I guess. And then I finally was kind of like, well, like, what do you want to do about this? And I, and I kind of never got an answer. And so basically kind of got irritated when I recently saw them. I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of annoying. And, and then I... I didn't really, but I was like, okay, there's just two separate kind of situations that are happening, but they both make me feel the same way. I don't know what that is, but I know it makes me feel something I don't like it. And then it hit me. Those separate situations, and they represent something. They're like a mirror to me on essentially how I treat myself. And then I'll explain. 
I have these, I had those people, right, when I was at the bar making observations and, and sharing them with me, or exterior observations, but, you know, compliment exterior observations nonetheless. And then I have this other person who were kind of in this weird limbo of like, I don't know what your intentions are, but you say I'm so great and blah, 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 but you don't do anything with it. Every time I'm trying to figure out like where we go from here, you don't really do anything. And so, and so basically it's a reflection of how I treat myself. See, I have an awareness that I have some talents and some gifts and then I'm, I have some good to offer the world and you know, but I don't treat myself as though those things are true enough for me to change how I live, right? Like, I'm aware. I'm aware, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm talented, or I'm cute, I get it. You're so great, B, and, and yet I don't do anything with them. And that's literally how I've been living my life. Right? I can I can say these kind things about me, but I don't do anything with it or with them. I don't like do I believe them enough for it to change how I live and how I treat myself? And the, the short answer is no. And so these individuals, you know, over the past week or so and, and the other person, what they represent is is my behavior to me. At least that's how I've come to interpret it, you know. It's just me having a mirror held up to, to myself and I get to see the truth. The truth is I've been, you know, sleeping on me and then ignoring me and what I have to offer. And ah, it, it, it was, I don't want to say it was a painful realization. It was just, it was a heavy one because it's like, oh, huh. Okay. Like, this is why we're here. This is, this is why we haven't moved forward in these ways. And I'm grateful. Like, I feel so blessed that that, that, that I, I got to see that finally. And, you know, and seeing is one thing. Now it's what am I going to do, right? What do I do with this knowledge and information? And the start of it really is, is not just acknowledging it, right? So it's just a start where, okay, cool. Okay. We, we see this as an issue or we, we see this. And so now it's, now let's do something about it. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm in the process in. I'm in the process of, you know, taking the next steps of moving forward and, and pursuing some dreams of mine that I've ignored because of insecurity, of doubt, of fear, you know, all the different things we we allow to to weigh us down you know and and it was something someone said to me several weeks back in conversation and she was just like you do this thing I was like what thing do I do she goes you always choose to be second when you actually are good enough to be first and I remember that I was like Huh? Like, what? What are you talking about? And she looked at me. She's like, it's simple. It's, it's like, the, you know, like when for the, she's like for the Academy Awards. They're taking, you know, they're nominating for, for best, you know, lead actor. But you don't even allow yourself to be nominated. You, you literally submit 
for second, for best supporting. You you submit your your name, say no, 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 I don't even consider me for the lead, for the best. I'll take second. And she goes, and why? Why do you do that? And mind you, I was like staring at her with like my jaw to the floor because I was like, whoa, where did this come from? How did we get here in this moment? But I also was so grateful because damn, she was correct. You know, 100% facts. And so I beg the question to you, or maybe more than just the question, many questions. But we'll start with this one. Where in your life are you choosing to be second when you have the capacity and the potential and the value to be first? Where in your life are you turning a blind eye and sleeping on your your gifts and your talent and the amazingness that you hold within you? Where is it that you keep looking at others and justifying their actions, their behavior as okay? for you to be hurt, to be put down, to be less than. And are you ready to fight for you, even if it wasn't modeled for you, even if no one showed you how? Because there are plenty of people in your life that you fight for, that you root for. You're in their corner, you're rooting for them, you're cheering them on even to the point where you'd be willing to die for them. So that same love, that same fur, like just that fierceness, that ferocity, that love, how about you take that same amount of love and passion and and fierceness and, and give it to you in your pursuits, in your dreams, in your desires. We give so much to others and look around and say, wow, if only someone could love me well, if only someone could believe in me well. Well, my dear, do you love you well? Do you fight for you? Do you choose you first? And I know I can honestly answer for myself, no. Not all the time, no. And then I wonder why I don't feel that from someone else. Well, it's probably because I haven't prepared myself to receive it from the one person that I need to receive it the most from, which is me. So I say all this with just a humble heart and an, just an invitation, really, and it, an invitation to, to journey with me 
alongside me and me alongside you to acknowledge our value, our worth, our dreams, our passion, our talents, our gifts. But then, not simply just to compliment them or be aware of them, but then to do something about them, to do something with them. And will it be perfect? No. Will it be easy? Probably not. But it will be worth it. A lot of people, you know, will say that phrase, like, the only way, you know, to get over something is, is often you have to go through it, right? You have to go through it. And, and I agree with that, right? You, I, I feel like you have to go through the, your feelings, your emotions. You have to experience them in order to get on the other side of them. But I think, I think there's more than just to get to the other side. Yes, that's great, right? We, we end up on the other side of, the, of that hurdle, of that, of that mountain, of that pain, of that struggle. But what if we were to, to realize that on the other side, we get us. We win. We win us. We discover us. And that, to me, is so beautiful. Like, on the other side of, of the trauma and the pain and the, the fear, the doubt, all the junk, we get to discover us. A more healed, a more grown and shaped and powerful version of us. And I hope that you hold on to that. If you find yourself kind of in the middle of trying to get through this thing, whatever that may be for you, and you maybe you're tired and you're exhausted and you're like, I just can't fight anymore. Well, love, it's okay. Take a beat. Take a moment. Rest. You'll get through the other side, but it's okay to take a moment to breathe to cry, to catch your breath, to drink some water, to regroup and then continue moving forward. Because on the other side, what's waiting for you is you. A more healed, a more grown, a more evolved version of you. And that's beautiful. And that's worth fighting for. And what's more exciting is that you get to leave behind everything that no longer serves you. The old fears, the old doubts, the pain, you get to leave it all behind. It doesn't have to come with you to the other side. As, as the, the backpack you have on your back that has all your, all the things that, you're, that you feel like you need for this journey Go ahead and go through and, and start taking things off that you no longer need. Make your pack lighter. You don't need to take it with you if it doesn't serve you. Just know that you are so beautiful and so worth fighting for. 
And the you that's on the other side is, oh my gosh, just far more captivating and breathtaking. But that doesn't negate how stunning and beautiful you are here and now. And I, and I don't say this as someone who has fully arrived and has it all figured out by no means. But I say it as someone who is humbly on the journey with you. Who's growing, who's healing, who's figuring it out one step at a time. I wish I could hug you right now and can look you in the eyes and smile. No words, just look you in the eyes so that you know that you are seen, that you are heard, that you are loved. And most importantly, that you are worth fighting for. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Just Be Podcast. I'm so glad we got to do this together. Thank you for being you, and I'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.